Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast, of course, part of the EKN Trackside Live coverage that we bring to so many events throughout uh, the season. It's March the 9th, uh, 2021. This is episode 18. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. And the event that we're going to be looking at today, uh, one that has uh, really anticipated a lot of excitement around it, the opening round of the United States Pro Kart Series down in Ocala, Florida, coming this weekend, March 12th to 14th. It's going to be a big one. Record numbers. Of course, that's something we will be talking about throughout this podcast. Uh, this podcast is brought to you today by the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional in- instruction and coaching at the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the state-of-the-art Speed Sports Racing Park just north of Houston, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy offers custom coaching programs for newcomers and experienced racers alike. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-7223. All right, David Cole, let's jump into this one here now. This is going to be a big event. I know you're heading down to Florida on Thursday, but uh, you know a lot of talk over the last couple of months about people being excited about getting rolling with the USPKS. They had big numbers kind of to end the last season, capped off the 2020 program with a lot of momentum. And David, heading down to Ocala right now, record numbers for the first two races of what will be an eight-round championship program for 2021. That's exactly it. They uh, they ended last year with the momentum, having the largest event in the eight-year history of the program. Now they're starting year nine with uh, what is going to be what is the largest karting event in some time, uh, you know, compared to, when you were looking at nationally. Uh, you know, comparing it to Supercarts USA, Rotax, Rock, these national, international almost events that uh, that we have. Not, not, you know, this isn't focused at club racers. This is, you know, it's it's, it's different scenario. This is uh, this is a big one. Uh, this is what uh, you know, as you said, over the last couple of months, people have been talking about. Hey, this is going to be a big race. We, yeah, you know, so and so is going. I'm going. Yeah, so and so is going. This. This person's new to the program. This person's new to the program. So a lot of new faces, new teams that are going to be trackside in Ocala. What do we say all the time, David? Numbers breed numbers, right? And as it got bigger and bigger, a little bit of FOMO. <laughs> Nobody wants to miss out on being part of the action. So uh, as we go through this this Outlap podcast, again, our preview podcast is part of our ECAN Trackside Live coverage. Uh, we'll go through all the categories. Uh, we'll talk about some of the drivers that uh, that we expect to look good. Um, you know, we'll go back and look a little bit about 2020, the champion race winners, that kind of thing. But David, numbers braid numbers. People excited about being there, like you said. New drivers, new teams, a lot of people uh, jumping on board. This is going to be a, an amazing race and a really great cross section of top level regional and national competition, especially here on the East Coast. Uh, David, let's uh, let's jump into event notes. Let's talk about the track itself, uh, the layout lined up here for the uh, the event at Ocala Grand Prix. The track's been around for a long time, uh, over 20 years, repaved, though, back in 2009. Yeah, it's been one of the destinations, really, throughout the, uh, the winter months for not only the winter programs, but also now other programs, including the United States Pro Kart Series. This will be uh, the third year that the uh, that the program has visited Ocala, uh, it went back to 2018 and 2019. Obviously, last year was left off the schedule as uh, this event was scheduled right after the uh, the COVID nineteen yeah. pandemic actually began. So, uh, 
this is uh so it's it's kind of just that it's a destination uh facility uh it's hosted many international national events uh over over the years over you know really two decades uh, long of of co- constant racing at yeah, this facility yeah you think about it right yeah pro tour races promoter like florida winter tour it's this this event uh, this track has had a lot of major events it it has and and the one thing that's different from a lot of the other tracks that we go to is it's a smaller uh, layout. It's only at, as you said, six tenths, eight turns. Uh, this, uh, event will go in the counterclockwise direction. It's really like the Bristol of carding. It's, it's, it's that short track mentality where you only have so many corners, uh, to, to make something happen or, you know, I would, I would say probably three to four solid passing zones. And then the other ones are, and, you know, decide on, on the exit of a, of a fast corner or, or drafting. And, and so a lot of the different uh, things will be, will come into play, uh, especially with the large fields that we're going to have throughout this weekend. Yeah. It makes things interesting. It, it is kind of the bull ring of our sport to a certain extent at six tenths of a mile <clears throat> and those passing opportunities, David, all coming essentially in slower hairpin corners, right? There's the the tree corners where you've got the back to back hairpins, especially going in the counterclockwise direction. You come out of those hairpins with a short straightaway into the tree turn, the right hander. That's again a pass where you dive down the inside of somebody. It opens up. When you dive down the inside there, you get a little bit less of a run out of the corner. Potentially, you can get passed into the inside of the sweeper uh, by the grid area in the grandstands. But again, you can defend to the inside there, and that sets up for a potential run down the straightaway. It's an interesting yeah. racetrack for sure. Yeah, the hairpins certainly are the the prime real estate when it comes to making a pass, but you can pass at every single one of these corners because again, you get a good run off one of the other corners into the other and, you know, drafting is obviously going to be key down the front straightaway into turn 1. You can sometimes see a pass into turn 2 depending on on uh, you know, how you guys get through how the how the field gets through turn 1. So, yeah. uh uh it it makes for uh exciting laps because every little 10th counts and and that's going to be very key uh in qualifying when we get uh into the weekend you're taking the flight from grand rapids uh and then end up in orlando on thursday what's the schedule look like when you guys roll out there on friday yeah friday will be reduced down to four rounds of, of uh practice uh with the larger fields that are separating uh three of the categories three of the seven categories into two different groups just for practice alone on friday wow. okay, uh, so they'll give they'll give a couple minute extra sessions so it'll be a very similar to the same amount of time they would have had with five rounds a session uh uh per class but uh so they're going to reduce it down to four rounds to kind of eliminate that uh that between uh sessions downtime that you typically have with pickups or just getting the carts on and off the racetrack uh so round four will be the happy hour so we'll we'll have uh we'll we'll have tim coyne on the mic for that for the last round on ek and live uh and then saturday and sunday we get into to racing um round one begins again this is something that uh, is different from the last couple of years. The last couple of years, we've only had three rounds of racing or three events, six rounds. This will be the first of eight rounds now for 2021 because we're moving to four events. So that's that's something that we're going to keep an eye on because it's now a best of seven championship where it was the count all six uh, the last couple of years. So. So again, it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. As we talked about with the large numbers, this is going to be the first time we ever see last chance qualifiers. So we're going to have a warm up, a qualifying, 
We're going to have a pre-final, 16 laps pre-final. So nothing too long because, again, Ocala is a short track. Uh, so we'll get those in. For those categories, those three categories, and we'll talk about those later that uh, are going to be split up, they'll have uh, two different pre-finals for each category and then take the uh, the top 16 and go into uh, into the main event and the rest will race in an LCQ. Uh, right now they have 15 laps, but that's penciled in. Uh, they could change yeah, right. the amount of distance depending on time and things that transpire during the day, but the finals will be about 22 laps for the senior masters and junior categories with the cadet divisions going 20 laps. So uh, we'll do all that on Saturday and then repeat it again on Sunday for round two. And it probably should, it should not go without being noticed, David, that we've had, we've got the biggest grids, the biggest fields and the smallest racetrack in national karting, right? So it's not, it's not like you can put everybody on the racetrack at once and have big fields because the track's so short, you don't want that lap traffic to get to play a factor. So there's only so many guys that can make the main. That's exactly it, you know, and it's, it's, yeah, with Ocala, uh, they're even splitting up on, uh, on qualifying to help give more track time. All categories are going to be split up. So those with the over 36 or over over 40 numbers, they're going to be split up into four different groups for qualifying. Uh, so, but b- before we shut down here, look, just to think about that in terms of time, track time, tr- you know, it's lap times. What's the weather going to be like? Are you, I, I haven't had a chance to look. Have you looked forward at weather yet? Oh, you're, uh, it's picture, picture perfect for, uh, right. for the weather. It's going to be in the eighties so far. No, no chance of the, uh, precipitation, but again, with, uh, being in central Florida, uh, it, you it never pop know. up. And that's, <laughs> that's exactly what happened back in, uh, in 2019, we had a quick little storm, really heavy storm pop up and literally it, it stormed for about five minutes and then went away. And then we continued on racing once once a lightning passed. Well, listen, folks, we're going to go to our first break in the action here on the EKN Outlap. Again, episode number 18 is uh, David and I have a look at the upcoming weekend's race at the USPKS opener at Ocala. When we get back, we're going to dive into the numbers because the numbers obviously big part of the story for this weekend's event as they hit a record of 287 up a ton uh, from the GoPro opener in 2020. Stay with us, folks. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. The World Karting Association is the only organization on the globe that can provide you with three forms of karting all at one event. Our historic WKA Daytona Kart Week was completed just before the new year began, welcoming record numbers. If you missed out, or if you're excited for the same atmosphere and competition, then add the Charlotte Karting Challenge presented by Summit Racing Equipment to your 2021 racing schedule. All three of the national championship programs will be competing at the Charlotte Motor Speedway on April 15th to the 18th in Concord, North Carolina. The Vega Manufacturers Cup Series is hosting three straight days of racing inside the famed Charlotte Oval. Our Vega Road Racing Series will tackle the complete roval portion of the facility, while the Maxxis Speedway Dirt Series will take to the dirt track at Charlotte in a special two-day event. No matter your age, no matter the discipline, the WKA Charlotte Karting Challenge has a place for you to compete at America's home for racing. Learn more about all three programs at worldkarting.com. The World Karting Association, the foundation of motorsports. Experience and passion. That's what led to the launch of AMAX Racing. Owner Charles Maxwell began AMAX Racing in 2015. 
expanding the operation in 2019 with a focus on driver development for racers of all age groups and backgrounds. From top-level drivers to grassroots racers or families looking for a team that will help them achieve their goals, AMAX Racing can guide you with the absolute best trackside service at affordable prices. No matter the chassis, AMAX Racing welcomes you and has the experience to put you on the top of the podium. You can join the AMAX Racing family in 2021 at the Cup Karts North America, United States Pro Kart Series, and WK Manufacturers Cup Series, along with selected local events at Whiteland Raceway Park and Newcastle Motorsports Park. For more information, contact them at 317-437-5886 or find them on Facebook. AMAX Racing, all of your karting needs under 110. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap, episode 18 of the show. This one focusing on the opening round of the United States Pro Kart Series. This edition of the Outlap brought to you by the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. And David, this is the time in the show where you and I have a look at the numbers. One of the, the key components uh, and I think one of the beauties of the USPKS program is the limited number of classes, only seven categories on the uh, the lineup uh, for this series. 223 entries last year, you know, amidst the COVID kind of shutdown restrictions to start the season off at GoPro. But David, and the, se- two- and the season. Oh, and the, pardon me, end the season. Yes. To, uh, to, uh, to start this season, though, 287 entries for, for this race at Ocala. Um, that what a way to start the season. That, what a way to get some major momentum rolling. Yeah, and that's kind of why matching the numbers up with last year's finale, because as as we talked about, momentum, the momentum yeah. continued to carry once the season began in Newcastle for USPKS after uh, you know the the COVID uh, downtime, the, the the quarantine time. Uh, the numbers continued to grow. You know, so last year's GoPro race was the largest ever in the program, and then you go uh, and start off this year with you know. Uh, going, what is it, 60, 64 more entries than uh, what uh, was at GoPro last year. Yeah, but David, uh, look, at, look at the numbers. It's so weird that you see all the you see the growth and all the numbers, but Junior and Pro, X30 Junior and Pro, exactly the same as last year. Is that real? <laughs> that's, well, that's that's what the numbers show. And, that's so and, wild. <laughs> but again, you know, we've kind of hit on this a little bit more, and it's, it's you know it's good to see the the cadet divisions are growing. That's yeah. one that's a one major plus in all of this uh, that has transpired. No matter what program we've gone to, we're seeing the cadet numbers grow. So micro and mini are up twelve each. Uh, that that is huge. So twenty four new racers uh, compared to the uh, series finale last year. So that's that's huge. That's amazing, and that's good for the future of our sport because again, they can't they can't go anywhere until they get to twelve years old, right? <laughs> well, and the uh, other obviously big numbers in KA one hundred, we're seeing that class uh, just so show, show so well across the country. Forty eight drivers up seventeen in, in junior, up eighteen drivers in KA one hundred senior. David, the biggest class of the weekend, sixty carts in KA one hundred senior. Well, and, it, and it's a combination of guys doing double duty, uh, guys that have elected not to race X30 Pro, and then or just people who are more comfortable with what the K100 package has to offer. And so that, you know, when we when, when I talked about national event, you know, this is a national event, but it allows those those regional racers or those top club guys to be like, you know what, I want to try my hand at this. And yeah, and the that's the one thing about the K100 program. It, it 
there's not a big difference between the fastest and the slowest. That's, that's the one major, uh, pinpoint that you see with this category. You see it a little bit, you know, you see that, uh, that margin between the fastest and the slowest grow as you get into the quicker categories, because again, it takes a lot more skill, a lot more dedication, a lot more effort into, into making it quick and consistent every, every lap. So, uh, it's a little bit easier with the K 100 division, uh, but again, it's just that combination of everybody wanting to go where the big number is. And that's that's essentially where the big numbers have been all season long. Yeah, good field in the X30 Masters class as well. Five additional entries from last year's finale at GoPro, 25 in total for X30 Masters. David, uh, a quick look at the X30 Junior and Senior. As I had said, no change from last year, 39 in Junior, 38 in Pro. So exactly the same amount, no increase, no decrease from the finale, but but walk-up entries are still going to be available, right? They're going to, they're going to start with that on Thursday when people get to the track. So there's an opportunity to add a couple to pot- potentially hit 40 in both of those classes. Yeah, and I, and I think the walk-ups are, are going to be more in those larger categories, you know, possibly in the K100 junior and senior uh, to where there is room. Um, you know, they're essentially micro and mini, or micro is capped um, and uh, or mini's capped, and and X30 Junior and X30 Pro are nearly capped, so they could they could uh, they could provo- they could get a couple more to get to that 40 mark. But I think you're gonna, if you do see any walkups, and we're just you know hoping to maybe try and get to that 300 mark, which would be astounding. But uh, uh, you know it'd be in the K100 category. So, and again, just just to kind of look at you know the numbers that the program has kind of put out. You know, we're we're talking 287 to go in this weekend, 223 was the the reigning uh high total uh after last year's finale at GoPro the opener last year at Newcastle Motorsports Park that was the previous number 1 before GoPro at 218 uh so we've had so now three events over the 200 mark in the 8 year history um before that it was 181 was the magic number by Newcastle uh in 2019 so again Big numbers have uh, continued to grow in this category or in this uh, program. You know, X30 Pro, we talk about 30 as it used to be the magic number. And I think that still is because that's essentially where this program has continued to keep that number at. Aside from maybe one, one and a half years where the kind of the numbers kind of dwindled overall for the series. So, uh, uh, again, just just phenomenal to see 287 as the number going in. Well, interesting to see the whole trend moving forward as well. Of the of the eight now top uh, entry numbers for the series, you said two eighty seven. This one right now being the best two twenty three last year's finale, but also you go back to last year where the opener at Newcastle, like I said, at two eighteen. Even the Road America race again, a, a more of a trek up into Wisconsin at one hundred and sixty five entries was number is number eight on the list of of all time numbers. And then you go back to two thousand nineteen. And there's a couple events from 2019, as you mentioned, Newcastle and GoPro at 181 and 179, respectively. So gr- big growth from 18 to 19, then 19 to 20, then 20 to 21 right now. So a steady amount of growth uh, moving through here in terms of number support, different teams that we've already talked about. David, let's cap off this section of by the numbers. And I know you mentioned a bit briefly in when we talked about the event schedule, but give us a little bit more insight into which categories are actually going to have LCQs and how things are going to kind of shake down there. So Mini Swift, KA100 Junior, and KA100 Senior are the three categories that are going to be split up 
and uh, run the LCQs uh, for the entire weekend. Uh, basically, what that means is after qualifying, they'll take the entire field order by fastest lap and they'll split them down kind of down the middle with two prefinals. So all the odd number or odd position carts, such as first, third, fifth, seventh in the qualifying order will be in the odd prefinal. You put all the even uh, re- result finishers in the in the even prefinal. So those two prefinals will run. They'll take the top 16 from each of those prefinals. They'll transfer directly into the main event. The rest of the the uh, the finishers will be put into a last chance qualifier where the top four in the last chance qualifier will transfer in to make it for 36 carts starting in the main event for, <laughs> for these three categories. Yeah, I would say I don't care where you are on Saturday and Sunday, but when the LCQ for uh, KA100 Senior grids up with 28 drivers and four to transfer, I'd be on the fence to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, the K the K one hundred is going right. to be senior is going to be pretty uh, intense uh, to yeah. say the least. So uh, because again, you know what happens in the prefinal is really going to set your your the tone and figure out where you're going to start. And you know if you should fall into any trouble in that, it's uh yeah, it's going to be a uh, a wild battle to get yourself into one of the top four positions. What's the over under on pushback bumper penalties in the LCQ? So I would, I would, I would probably say 80% of the field. 80%. That's hilarious. That's funny. All right, folks, another quick break in the action time to come back and really delve into a couple of the categories right now. In this next section, we'll talk about X30 pro and KA 100 senior. We'll talk about the senior drivers and we'll look at those grids 38 and X30 pro 60 strong in KA 100 senior. Don't go anywhere. More to come here on the EKN radio network. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Superkarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private, one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Karting Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. A series built by racers for racers, STARS Championship Series. If you're looking for big grids without the stress and anxiety of a national event, then look no further than the STARS Championship Series. Our events are centered around our fun and family-friendly atmosphere, and this season we'll be visiting some of the East Coast's finest karting facilities. We've got four stops on the tour in 2021, with opening weekend set to take place at GoPro Motorplex on April 9th to the 11th. 
From there, we'll head to Newcastle Motorsports Park in June, the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati in July, and then to Pittsburgh International Race Complex to close out the championship in October. While April may seem far away, our season is already underway with our eSports division presented by Extreme Sim Racing. You can get your weekly racing fix in our GT or open wheel divisions on every Tuesday or Wednesday by competing against carters across the country for some stellar prize packages, all for free. For more information on how to get on track in the virtual or the real world, check us out online at StarsChampionshipSeries.com. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode 18 of our EKN Outlap. As David Cole, myself, Rob Haddon, breaking down what's going to happen. We expect what's going to happen this coming weekend at the Ocala Grand Prix facility for the opening round of the United States Pro Kart Series. Uh, David, let's start jumping into a couple of categories. In this segment of the show, we'll look at X30 Pro and KA100 Senior. 38 pre-entries for this uh, category, potential to get to 40. And before we even go into the other list, I think I, you got to give props, a little tip of the hat to Brandon Jarsakrak, David, four-time defending champion. Yeah, it's the drive for five. That's, uh, that, what, that is what begins this weekend with, uh, with Jarsakrak going for a fifth straight championship uh, at the USPKS in the X30 Pro division. Uh, hasn't really raced much this winter was at actually Charlotte motor speedway this weekend racing on a coyote in the, uh, at the uh, cup cards, North America uh, spring nationals, uh, was in the light and medium divisions. Uh, so I think that was his first race of the 2021 season did do some testing at Ocala, uh, the previous weekend before that, uh, a number of the race teams and, and drivers that will be there, uh, be here this and at Ocala this weekend, have done some testing or have raced at Ocala this this winter already. So uh, so Jarzakrak's not coming in completely rusty, but uh, certainly has the bullseye on his back with the uh, the four straight championships going for five. Well, for me, it, it's just, you know, you, you sit over the spreadsheet, you just kind of scroll down through, like how did, literally we could take an entire show just to talk about the drivers in this particular class. You know, at the end of the 2020 season, Top two drivers, Arias Duke Medjian and Luca Mars. Both those drivers are our number ones. They're going to be there uh, to watch. But David, just the list of guys that you've got down here, even even the rookies, like the rookie the rookie crop for twenty twenty one, is absolutely stellar. It's, it's crazy. Well, that 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 I think is kind of going to be the key point. Yeah. Like those, what you've already mentioned, the two number ones for the EKN driver rankings uh, coming back and seeing what they can do now, carrying that kind of that uh that belt with them uh and see what they can do moving forward obviously Dumegian staying with Cart Republic uh but racing under the Zanella racing tent Luca Mars moving over to Trinity Karting Group uh still on the OTK with Tony Cart uh but seeing uh you know kind of how that that unfolds uh with their first event really this this weekend so that's kind of going to be one story among the stories to watch but i mean the rookie class is going to be the wild card, especially with the drivers that we do have coming in. Uh, and you got to begin it with Connor Zillage. I mean, yeah, no coming off, you know, uh, two wins at the Florida Winter Tour, one of them being at Ocala Grand Prix in the opposite direction that we're going to in this weekend. But and then also winning at the Scusa Winter Series uh, finale uh, that, that the momentum's on his side coming off the Academy Trophy Championship in Europe last summer or last last season. Uh, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be certainly a driver to watch. 
Yeah, other, other rookies that we've had a chance to talk quite a bit about uh, over the races that we've covered so far this season. Uh, Alex Stanfield, really impressive in his uh, in his debut in the senior class and that Scusa Winter Series. Yeah, had what, some pretty series, good battles up front. Series junior rookie last year. So yeah, the, this yeah com- exactly yeah. coming in as as a champion. And then now as a as a senior rookie, so yeah, come he's he certainly has solidified himself towards the front. Uh, Workman's going to be making his senior, essentially senior debut at USPS Racing yep. uh, Junior last year. So yeah, those those two names kind of stand out. Uh, another one we saw in the Winter Series, uh, Thomas Anunziata really stand out uh, at the finale along with Zillage. You know, was right there battling with Zillage all weekend long. And uh, was able to pull off a victory in K100. So uh, that'll be uh, interesting to see how he does this weekend. Really, David, these are just the junior drivers we've been talking about for the last number of years, right? Alessandro DeTulio, throw him in there. Uh, John Burke, Max Opalski, Jace Park. These guys are all top national race winners. They've done everything they could in junior. Now the time to, tr- to transition into the senior. And that's what makes this category uh so stacked because you know we, we already mentioned Luca Mars and Arias Dugmedja, national number ones. We brought in Jarsakrak already. Then you have to when you bring Jarsakrak in, you gotta bring in Ryan Norberg because we're talking about four-time Scusa champion, four-time USPKS champion, the you know, the outright superstars of our sport uh in terms of single speed racing. And then you bring this this group of juniors in that David, they're not these guys aren't gonna be running just inside or outside the top 10. All of them have already shown the ability to run, you know, for podiums or race wins. That's that's the, I think that's the wrinkle that I think is amazing here for the senior class. Yeah, watching Burke see how he well he mends well with uh, his new ride under PSL cart, yeah, or PSL karting with uh, the Burrell Art, uh, and again Jace Park joining uh, Luca Mars under Trinity. So that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, don't count out Pauli Massimino again. Jarza cracks teammate. They went one two in the championship last year, so. Massimino is not one to uh, to kind of uh, not look at as well. So again, a number of drivers, and we haven't even gotten to to other ones that, that we can mention as well. Too. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. Throw in throw in Hayden Jones. I know uh, you know you had a chance to watch a lot of his races last year with the, with Nitro Kart, unbelievably strong. Colin Neal uh, joining with Trinity Karting Group. When I spoke with uh, Sean Bailiff on a face to face last week, he mentioned Colin Neal. Really happy to have Colin there as well. And then Brandon Tyner. Has been a, has been a guy who stepped up over the last two years with uh, Rawls Performance Group. Uh, he'll be a driver to fight for a race win as well. He will, and it's just it's you know it, to 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 be putting out odds for this race is is near impossible because again you're it's yeah. it's going to be it, it is going to be like a box, boxing match where every lap is a round. So you're looking at you know thirty different rounds of of uh, of fighting in this in this category, and, think, and again th- just. This is- this is one of those races that there's going to be guys that we could have said who could have won the race who are going to finish 15th. Yes. You know what I mean? So, or worse. Somebody's got to fin- or worse. Somebody's got to finish 20th. Or and not they could even. Have a- <laughs> I was just say, or not even make it because they had to go through the LCQ. It's, or no, uh, not this category. Not, Sorry, not that's the next one. Yep. In K100 Senior. <laughs> yep. But but say it's it's going to be the same thing, right? We're going to talk about the same kind of deals. Uh, and then, you know, you throw in a couple other guys that, that I know you, you added this down here. There's some guys that have moved on to cars that are coming and guys who've had a lot of success in cars. One of them being Braden Eves, you know, a, a two-time Supercarts USA Pro Tour winner, 2019 Cooper Tires USF 2000 champion. So Eves. Then you got Victor Franzoni, who won the uh, the Indy Pro 2000 category in 2017. He's run Indy Lights, 
but a lifelong Carter. He's worked with Orsalon Racing for a number of years. Franzoni's going to run. You throw Kiffin Simpson in there, who was a, a top junior. He's moving on to the Formula Regional America Series. Um, again, it's just, dude, it's an all-star race. It's stacked. Yeah, shifter guys, too, as well. Uh, that was kind of, I'm going to talk about it now, and then we'll talk about a couple of others in K100 Senior. Uh, Coy Bailey making uh, going single speed racing. I don't think I've ever seen him race. I don't think I've single either. speed uh, <laughs> making his trip the trip over from Arizona to race with uh, J3 competition on the comp cart. Uh, he'll be in the X30 Pro division along, and we've seen Mateus Ramirez racing uh, in X30 uh, in the winter series, but uh, really is known more as a shifter guy. So we'll see uh, if he's able. Again, very familiar with the Ocala facility. We'll see if he's able to uh, to contend as well. Agreed. Uh, the bottom line is this. Uh, 38 pre-entries for X30 Pro. Uh, a couple of walk-ups make it 40. And like we said, guys, essentially all, all-star race. If you, if you look, this is going to be a big race for the EKN driver rankings, David, because you think about what the base ranking for a USPKS event. You think about a full field as another full point for the, under that base ranking. And then the other base ranking is how many guys are in the top 50 are actually in the field. And I'm telling you that this would be impressive how many guys in the top 50 are actually in this race because this this is a stacked, stacked, stacked field for X30 Pro. Yeah, it's going to be huge for the rankings, which will should have the first edition of those out the first week of April. Uh, We have obviously been busy with a lot of things and we wanted to get some races in and uh, it's actually my vacation week. So that's that's when we'll (laughs) we'll come out with it. (laughs) I love it. All right. uh, We just talked about the excitement of uh, X30 Pro. Kick it up another notch, or as they say on Spinal Tap, this one goes to 11. Hmm. Uh, KA100 Senior, 60 pre-entries. David, This uh, we got a bunch of veterans. We got a bunch of rookies. A lot of the same rookies we talked about doing double duty from X30 Pro. Uh, a couple more shifter guys, different shifter guys, decided to go down to, to the, K, the, the KA100 Senior class. But man, this is, I got to keep scrolling on the spreadsheets to be able to find the full field. Yeah, it's... It's uh, this is this is going to be the one, you know, and and we we the one thing about this program, it the category, it started with the USPKS back in 2017. So this was the first series to really recognize this engine and to see where it's gone to where it is now. It's just it's amazing. And the inaugural champion that year, Alex Bertignoli, he's among these drivers that are going to be competing, was among the winners last year, and that was one of the key things that. I'd like to see happen again this year where we saw six different drivers win the six different rounds. I think, I think we certainly have the opportunity to see eight different drivers win the That'd eight be different rounds. <laughs> uh, be because again, as we said, you know, 60 drivers, it just, it's just in this field alone. Uh, and, and, but you got to begin with, you know, the champions that we've seen Alex Bergnoli back. He's actually going back with Franklin motorsports on the Merlin going to be racing alongside Brandon Lemke, the defending champion. Uh, at Franklin, uh, Franklin Motorsports on the Merlin. So uh, that'll be interesting to watch these two former teammates back together again, racing under uh, the uh, the Merlin Nation flag. Yeah, you throw Josh Holtz in there too. That's those are three guns from Merlin Nation, and that's a lot of data, David, to go together from from three really really top runners. And a lot and two three different driving styles, really, and personalities because they they certainly have you know Holtz is a little bit taller. 
a little bit stockier. Uh, Bertignoli is probably the middle height guy, and then and then and then Lemke's the the stock car guy. You know, <laughs> he's he's, the, uh, he's uh, but he's always up on the wheel going uh, going for fast lap every lap. So uh, uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be cool to kind of watch those that trio go, uh, go working around the uh, the table with Jamie Siraki. Just to throw it out there, folks, we talked about the rookies, and it's and many of the same rookies doing double duty. Connor Zilich, Weston Workman, uh, Thomas Nunziata, Jace Park, Alex Stanfield, all those drivers doing double duty. The young kids can do that, David. It's not so hard on the body. Yeah, just like uh, Duke Medjian is going to do double duty as yeah. well. Finished second uh, last year in the championship, won the opener uh, at Newcastle last year. So he's going to be doing the double duty, as we saw in the winter program and all of last year. So, uh, yeah, double duty, not very hard when you're under the age of 21, for sure. <laughs> uh, you mentioned a couple of, uh, you have down here a couple of shifter cart guys going to run this class uh, as well. A.J. Myers and Jake French, a couple of former national number ones and uh, and a national number one right now, or at least our, our EKN driving, uh, driver rankings number one in A.J. Myers. These guys uh, can use a little, little single speed this weekend. Yeah, Myers is uh, is a former champion in the X30 uh, category uh, when he was with obviously with Checkered Motorsports on the PCR back in the day uh, under the Magic Cart now with Checkered Motorsports uh, this time around obviously is doing well on the uh, the Florida Winter Tour so uh, obviously get there a little bit earlier and have some fun in the the massive category that is K100 Senior uh, Jake French we haven't probably really seen do a lot of single speed since he won the uh, the road tax. Grand Nationals back in 2007. <laughs> so uh, as I just scroll down through here, this is interesting. Um, uh, what Nikki Coelho's coming back? <laughs> yeah, that was that was one I kind of highlighted just to to see. Yeah, I mean, there's no Matt. I'm assuming he could be Masters, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He was. <laughs> he, I'm pretty sure that back in 2000 or 1998, maybe 98. Or 97 or 98, he won a WK Constructors Championship Formula A race at Charlotte. There you go. So that's 23 years ago. So yeah, he could could be almost 40 for all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not say 40. Let's say he's 36 or 37, 38, something like that. But man, that's cool to see. I think that's awesome to see Nikki come back. Of course, he went on to to do a, a, you know, win a ton of races in, uh, in Formula 2000 racing as well, right? Yeah, so uh, one of the car guys coming back to do uh, do some karting. I think he used to race what on gold chassis, right? Jolly cart. Jolly. So that's what it was. The jolly yeah, the cart. jolly cart. Yeah, that the, that what was Coelho Racing. It was their team, man. That was uh, Nikki's a heck of a shoe, and that'll be interesting to see what he's able to do for sure. What are some of the other ones that stand out for you, DC? Well, when you talk about guys coming back from cars, I'm talking about veterans that uh, are in the field. Austin Osborne, excuse the Pro Tour champion, he'll be there. Uh, you know, always is kind of a, a threat once when he has a, a, a good sled under him. Uh, Matthew Mockaby been uh, very good in the KA 100 division for a number of years. Uh, Chase Jones, another driver. He does a lot of dirt racing, but uh, is back with uh, the uh, MPG Motorsports and the Will Power Cart yep. uh, operation going to be racing there. So he'll be kind of working with Eves. Uh, you know, Eves will be doing the X30 while he'll be in the K100 Senior and working so with some other uh, drivers in the category under the tent. So that'll be that'll be cool to kind of see, you know, what the, what they're these three drivers are going to be able to do on the weekend. Uh, but again, man, just 60 drivers, you know, who's going to make it? Who's going to have to fight their way through? 
the LCQ is really going to be the story all weekend long. Uh, what about uh, potentially, at least from what I saw, of course, at the start of the season in the Scuzo race down to Homestead, you know, Connor Ferris and Tyler Ferris for, for Team Ferris Racing, they showed really well in the K100 class, as did Nolan Allison uh, for Allison Performance Group. Yeah, those are drivers that could be wild cards, uh, certainly have shown speed uh, this winter. Obviously, Allison uh, was among the uh, the podium finishers uh, at the uh, Winter Series. So, again, a number of drivers. Again, more we can talk about, but just, you know, again, once, once until they hit the track, we really don't know who's going to be able to stand out because, again, there, there's drivers that we've talked about that could be fighting for 20th by the, 20th. The, the by the time we get done here. Oh, and they'll be grumpy in the paddock, won't they? Oh, you you got to admit, imagine most everybody is going to be grumpy, uh, especially those sitting out after missing it in the LCQ. So yeah, uh, no kidding, right? That no that's kidding. going to be key because there are you know there's a lot of drivers that are looking to go for a championship, and yeah. if it doesn't start off right in round one, that that puts extra pressure for Sunday to to make it through on round two. Like you said, one drop of the uh, eight races, so you got to get it done early. You want to hold that drop to the end of the season. All right, another quick break in the action. When we get back, we'll go X30 Junior, KA100 Junior, and X30 Masters. Stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Everyone knows that Texas develops winning racers. And the Texas Sprint Racing Series is excited to start the 2021 season to get back to cultivating this talent. The first combined SCUZA and IKF series has been running since 2015 and was started as a grassroots effort to bring family racing back to Texas has exploded into the largest regional series in the southern region. With 13 classes, including kid carts, and over $50,000 in prizes featuring Supernats and IKF Grand Nationals tickets, there is no better place to come race than the Texas Sprint Racing Series. This year's lineup starts with the winter warm-up at NOLA Motorsports on March 19th to the 21st. The second round, the spring roundup at NTK, will take place on April 16th, 17th, and 18th. Next up will be the summer shootout at Speed Sports on June 11th, 12th, and 13th. And the fourth event is our midsummer mashup at the brand new Kart Moto facility in Crescent on July 23rd to 25th. Our fall finale brings us to another new for us track at Amarillo Kart Circuit on September 10 to 12. As always, our end of the year banquet dinner and raffle will be held on Saturday night of our final event in Amarillo with a free meal and lots of incredible prizes. We hope to see you join the TSRS family. For more information, head to TexasSprintSeries.com. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races, with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single speed chassis for junior and senior classes, 
and the 28mm Mini Kart for the cadet classes. Parallon has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parallon. For more information, head to ParallonUSA.com. Welcome back to this edition of the EKN Outlap, where David Cole and I, Rob Howden, doing our preview of the upcoming United States Pro Kart Series opener at Ocala Grand Prix, the event happening this coming weekend, March the 12th, 13th, and 14th. Tim Coyne will be on the mic, and of course, we'll be broadcasting live on the EKN Radio Network, ecartingnews.com slash live for the play-by-play throughout the weekend. David, of course, putting up the results, as he always does, top 10s on Facebook and Twitter, lots of uh, images and video, you name it on our Instagram channel as well. So make sure to follow all of eCardinews' social media platforms and we'll provide you with a great trackside live coverage. Again, brought to you this year by the good folks at Cooper Tires. Uh, David X30 Jr., 39 pre-entries, another class that could easily top the 40 with a, with a walk-up or two. Um, champions Alex Stanfield from 2020, Brent Cruz from 2019 have all graduated up to the uh, the senior category. Kind of opens the door for some new drivers to step up and really you know take their place uh, in the spotlight for junior. Yeah, the top five all from last year's championship have moved up God. to senior ranks. So the as you said, that's kind of the story in 2021 with the junior category as we have a lot of uh, opportunity for to, for drivers to kind of step up and, and make a name for themselves here uh, in in this season. Uh, you know, Noah Baker is going to be among the veterans. Paul Bocuse now with uh, the Parallel USA moving over, making his debut with that team. So he's among the uh, the, the the veterans in the junior ranks, along with uh, Jack Jeffers of PSL Karting and, and Jeremy Fletcher. Uh, Christian Miles making the move over from KA100 Junior to X30 Junior this weekend, moving also over to the Mike Doty tent. So, so that's going to be something new. We'll see if he's able to step up and uh, get accustomed to that that right away. So, uh, again, those are some of the kind of the names that to watch out. Uh, a new name with USPKS, uh, Frankie Mossman, who we've seen win three races out at the Challenge in the Americas in the Junior Rock Division, making his um, USPKS debut in X30 Junior this weekend, so he should be uh, a driver to watch aboard the uh, the J3 Comp Card. Uh, a bunch of rookies coming in, and I think with that big move with the top five guys from last year rolling out, kind of gives David the, the rookies an opportunity, you know, to be able to maybe even make a little more of an impact than they would if they came into a a, a, a year where maybe the, the, there wasn't so many graduates. Cameron Brinkman, definitely a driver to watch on, on the Tony cart. Uh, we've been watching Parker DeLong for the last number of years. He's a tremendous young driver, and, and he'll be a, one of the rookie stars. Sebastian Weldon's really come on over the last two years as well, and, and I would not be surprised to see Weldon uh, kind of beat up there battling away in the top 10 and maybe even battling for race wins with JC Carding. Exactly. Those those are going to be some of the rookies to watch. And a new name that uh, we got very familiar with at the Scusa Winter Series, Jacob Kular, uh, with the uh, on the RS cart, uh, ended up scoring a victory at the Scusa Winter Series. Uh, he's making his USPKS debut, so we'll see if he's able to kind of mix it up and and put himself towards the uh, the front of this pack as well. Here's one to throw out here as well. Multi-time champion in the Scusa program, Max Garcia, as well on the the Will Power card. I think uh, I think he's going to be a, a guy really impressive to watch over the next couple of years in junior. Yeah, that's that's going to be among the top rookies certainly yeah. coming in as the uh, the mini champ, mini Swift champion from last year. 
Uh, Garcia is on the uh, on the Will Parr cart is certainly fast. Uh, didn't quite get the the winter series that he wanted to get uh, with results, but uh, you know everything starts brand new and fresh in Ocala for the uh, USPKS. Any other drivers stepping out for you here as, as you scroll down through the uh, the list for X30 Junior? No, Cameron Weinberg uh, moved up to junior last year, so this is now his second season. So we'll see if he's able to do anything. Uh, uh, Logan Toke. Uh, moving over to Ryan Perry Motorsport, uh, I think this might be his third year now. So we'll see if he's kind of able to uh, to get uh, towards the front uh, as well as uh, Aiden Rudolph making his third, I believe, third season in the junior category. So uh, with crosslink competition. So those those again, twenty twenty one is going to be a year of, of some drivers that will be able to kind of stand out and put themselves out front. I'll throw one more name out there potentially with with Austin Jures as well. I think uh, I've been impressed what he's done for the last couple of years as well. Thoughts? Yeah, we'll we'll did, see. Did you mention him yet? I don't no, I haven't him. mentioned him. So uh, yeah, we'll see if uh, if he's able to. I know he was at the the winter series. Yeah. Um, was uh, you know kind of mid pack through the field, but uh, you know again, Ocala starts everything brand new. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, fresh clean slate, right? Um, when we do the 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 junior categories here at the outlaps, a lot of the times we're talking about the same guys uh, race, you know, class by class. X thirty junior, X uh, KA one hundred junior. David, always a lot of crossover with the junior classes. Run it, run in two categories. Let's have a little look here. Forty eight pre entries in the KA one hundred junior class. Yeah, I think this is a category where you're going to see more of the rookies kind of stand out because we've seen a lot of the uh, the, the 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 cadet drivers moving up go only the KA one hundred junior. So. A little bit more of a rookie pool in the in this category, um, and we've already talked about Brinkman. We've talked about DeLong. Uh, we talked about Sebastian Weldon as well. Uh, one driver that we we saw stand out at the Scusa Winter Series, Chase Hand, yeah. uh, making his uh, USPKS debut this weekend. So coming in as the Scusa Winter Series champion, uh, you know he's going to be among the uh, the top quote unquote rookies coming in. Uh, but true rookies such as Spencer Conrad uh, moving up from many, Cooper Shipman coming up from many, and G3 our 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 heroes our heroes. I could uh, be right, maybe, I could be wrong. Yep, <laughs> our heroes coming up from uh, the mini Swift as as well, uh, because again, all the top five from last year have moved up to uh, the the senior ranks. Dave, there, there's one of your uh, one of your to do list items for Ocala this coming weekend. Get uh, get them to pronounce the name for us. So we can, so at least we, we got G three correct, right? That's pretty easy. I want I, li- <laughs> I like the, I want to get the background on G three where that where that came from. That um, that 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 would be a good story. Yeah, that's probably a good story. Um, yeah, there you go, folks. And again, you know, David had mentioned the notables. You know, I brought up Austin Jurs in, in X thirty Junior. He's going to be one I got to watch for sure in KA one hundred Junior. Noah Baker, we said Danny Dzelski as well. I think is a guy that uh, could step things up. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm really interested to see how Jace, uh, Chase Hand does because you know his first real run at national level racing put a lot of time in with Rollis and Performance Group had a strong. Uh, Scusa Winter Series, as you said, got the victory at the Rock Cup event, the last Rock Cup event. So there's a lot of momentum right there for Chase Hand. Just went back to California, was able to score a win regionally this past weekend. So, you know, a lot of confidence moving forward uh, for him. Uh, David, let's go to the other end of the spectrum and let's go to the single X30 Masters class that they have, or the single Masters class being X30. And we've seen a bit of a drop in Masters numbers um, in certain areas of the country, right? Uh, just guys that we had guys for 10 years that have kind of gone on to do something else, whatever it may be. But 25 pre-entries here 
for Ocala for the United States Pro Kart Series. I like to see that because you and I, you know, obviously uh, we're masters drivers and we like to see a good field. Yeah, it's the largest in the series history. Uh, you know, going up from five or from going up five from twenty last last at last year's finale, uh, making it the largest uh, of the series history. And it's just guys that uh, are kind of finding where they want to go racing together. And and this is you know the USBKS has certainly been it. Only again, only four race weekends, so makes it a little bit easier on uh on the uh, the older folk in the in the paddock that are, are older racing. folk <laughs> <laughs> one guy who is not old who is in the uh the masters category is the uh the current champion scott cop who ended up winning four of the six races last year coming in as the defending champion this year uh we have basically the last three champions of the series in the field this weekend with david galawinia uh, from 2019 and Laurentiu Mardan from 2018, both those drivers in the field, you have, uh, all five of the, uh, top five finishers in last year's championship in the field, including cop, uh, Scott Roberts, uh, Galloina, Alex Mueller, and, uh, Christian Vomir, uh, all in the field as well. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a stacked master's class. This, this is a stacked right? field. So you got all those drivers, you add in, uh, the notables that I, that I pointed out, uh, Mario Barrios, yeah, uh, a, yeah. a super Nats contender back in the day, pro tour contender back in the day, racing with, uh, Rollison performance group this weekend. Uh, they have a total of five masters drivers under the tent. So, uh, that'll be a wow. good one to work with, wow. uh, okay. with Mike Rollison, who always loves to go out and, 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 and work, uh, with the masters drivers on Friday practice. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see if, uh, Rollison's got the helmet. On. <laughs> yeah, let's see that. I'd like to see that this, this is most definitely, uh, probably the best field we've seen masters wise on the East coast, because really only one interloper coming in, right? Jonathan Silva's coming in to run with, with Ryan Perry motorsport. And we know Jonathan's a front running driver in all the masters categories. He's the only Californian, everyone else essentially from the East coast. I like a couple of these smaller teams too. um, you know, manufacture kind of manufacture importer teams with a couple of drivers. You mentioned Laura Tumardan for Technocart USA. He'll have his teammate Christian Vomir with him. And I don't think you can count out the guys from Solo Kart USA either. Uh, Adam Pettit and Sal Sparacio. I think both those drivers have an opportunity to be top 10. And, and even on the podium, if they kind of dial things in, we saw Pettit show really good speed. Uh, at the, the Scusa Winter Series uh, in the past. didn't did, They didn't run it this year, but in the past they did. And another driver I think we, we probably don't want to leave out either for cross-link competition, that's uh, Miguel Mir. Yeah, Miguel's shown speed was uh, at the Scusa Winter Series finale, was among the the uh, the podium contenders all weekend long. Uh, again, this, this one is going to be a pretty good fight because it's a bull ring. Uh, it, a little bit... You know, I, I've never driven it, but I, I, I would assume that with the hairpins going the back and forth, back and forth, it does kind of get to you a little bit. Uh, so we'll see who's able to uh, to handle the conditions because it is going to be a bit warm. Uh, so some of those drivers coming from the north, coming down south, might not be able to handle uh, what the Florida weather is able to give them. So again, it, it'll be uh, interesting to, to see how this class unfolds all weekend long. Well, and I think the two storylines, I think that's a perfect one, David. Number one, we talk a lot about Masters racing, and and to run at this level of Masters, you have to be committed to a certain extent, uh, and it's going to pay off 
uh, in spades to the fit, to the fitness side of it, right? The physical side of it. If you're a guy that, that works out like crazy, works on your fitness, on your stamina, you're going to be able to be good at the end of these longer races, especially at a bull ring, a bull ring event and a track like Ocala. And David, you mentioned the other thing is a lot of the, uh, these guys from the North have been landlocked, right? They've been, they've been up, they've been snowed in. They haven't done any racing yet. I don't know that the guys from solo cart have done much racing. I don't know that the techno cart guys have been on track that much. The guys that have been able to come down to some of the other January and February events may have that little bit extra coming out of the gate. Yeah. You just don't know. Uh, again, some people, we don't, we're not sure exactly who was all testing, uh, two weekends ago down at Ocala, uh, when there was a, a lot of the teams and, and drivers down there. So that, that'll be something we'll be working on during the, uh, the Friday, Friday paddock pass. So we'll see exactly, you know, who's been ready. Obviously you got to count in the, the home dogs, the drivers who are very familiar with this racetrack, like a Scott Roberts, a Danny Robertson, uh, you know, Robert Mayer, those, those guys know this racetrack like the back of their hands. So, they're able to, to, to do that, those 30 lap stints at this racetrack for sure. All right, last break in the action. We come back. Time to dive, dive into Mini Swift and Micro Swift as we cap off the ECAN Outlap, previewing this weekend's United States Pro Kart Series opener at Ocala. Trader Evans Pruitt Haddock McMurray. Karting legends are created here at the Quincy Grand Prix. This is Randy Kugler, the voice of this iconic event. After being forced to cancel last year's event due to the coronavirus pandemic, the Quincy Grand Prix will be back on its traditional date on the first weekend of June. So mark June 5th and 6th on your calendar and we'll see you there. On that gorgeous late spring weekend for the 33rd time since 1970, competition carts will once again rip around the spectacular and beautiful 1.2 mile circuit set out inside the South Park of Quincy, Illinois. This is your chance to race in front of over 15,000 spectators. The 2021 edition of the Quincy Grand Prix marks the 51st anniversary of the first time Carter's raced around this historic venue. To celebrate the event, a $10,000 cash purse has been established for the four pro classes competing on the weekend. A total of 11 categories will be competing for the unique trophy given to all race winners, the Gussie, designed and named after the original race founder, Gus Trader. Registration is now open, so don't wait and enter now at QuincyGrandPrix.com and become legendary. We'll see you at the park. Located in Mooresville, North Carolina, on-site at GoPro Motorplex, Cart Sport North America features over 6,000 square feet of retail space. Along with being the official race team and distributor for the Kart Republic chassis, they offer full retail sales, kart service and storage, and products from the top brands in the sport, such as CZ Chain, Talon Sprockets, SKF Bearings, and Prisma Tire Gauges. If you want to take your racing to the next level, they also offer driver training and coaching programs available trackside at GoPro Motorplex. They have a massive inventory, so head to their online store at kartsportna.com to get same-day shipping of the parts and components that you need. While you're there, check out their used section of carts, engines, parts, and accessories. Kartsport North America, top quality products, winning brands, and professional driver development services. 
All right, folks, just completed our last pit stop going into the checker here now to cap things off for the EKN Outlap, episode 18. It's March the 9th. We uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, David Cole, myself, Rob Haddon, giving you the preview of this coming weekend's USPKS opener in Ocala, Florida. Unbelievable turnout, 287 entries in total. Uh, five of the seven categories seeing pretty impressive increases in numbers. And again, a record for this series that has been gaining a lot of momentum over the last uh, number of years. Uh, David, let's cap things off with previews of the cadet categories. And you mentioned from the get-go how crucial it is for any series to see growth and to see that, you know, that uh, that success and maybe that, uh, that support of the cadet categories. 42 pre-entries in Mini Swift, 35 pre-entries in Micro, uh, big time here in, in Mini. And with 42 pre-entries, uh, again, it's wide open, right? Max Garcia won the championship last year. He's moved into junior this year, and we'll try to challenge up there. Opens things up for a brand-new title winner. Yeah, it does. Four of the top five from last year's championship have moved up to the junior ranks. Uh, the only one that hasn't is Mateus Orwella, who is actually racing in Europe at the WSK event, so he will not be uh, trackside with his Parallel USA teammates. Uh, so again, yeah, it kind of just opens the door up for, for drivers to kind of step up and step into uh, – to a championship comp- uh, contention right away before we even get to the racetrack. Uh, Oscar Iliff among those those like veteran mini drivers, cadet drivers that are in the field, along with Ben Mayer, uh, Ayrton Grimm, and uh, Oliver Weldon are two others who uh, are probably notable to kind of be among the forefront uh, in this division. You look at some of the drivers coming in from the West Coast. We've seen a lot of uh, a lot of success for Jan, uh, John Antonino and, and John running with the Race Factory team. He's at a Bakersfield. We saw him winning a couple of years ago as a, as a as a young cadet driver at the streets of Lancaster. But really, kind of getting a lot of success the challenge of the Americas, David. You, you know, we've had a chance to watch him. You saw him again at Cal Speed for the second rounds uh, of the of the challenge. He's coming in here to battle against the West Coast or the East Coast guys, and I, I like that that you know coast to coast battle. Yeah, he he and Gage Corn both under the Race Factory tent uh, coming out to Ocala from the West Coast. Uh, Antonino's coming in with uh, three victories at the Challenge in the Americas, so uh, certainly has the momentum and has the pace to be among the uh, the, the the front runners uh, throughout the weekend. I'm not. I'm pretty sure this is his debut at Ocala. But again, you know, short racetrack, very uh, easy to get acclimated to. So yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm sure we'll see him towards the front right away. Uh, one of the interesting things, again, a really, really good crop of rookies coming up from uh, the Micro Swift into the Mini Swift class. Uh, let's just throw the rookie crop out there, David. Jack Ilef, of course, a younger brother of Oscar. Max Christia, uh, Kay Jager. Uh, Carson Weinberg, Asher Osteen. Again, these are podiums from Micro making their making their r- jump up into into uh, mini. I, I don't know that. I, I think it's a little. Sometimes it's a little bit, a bit tougher for the younger kids to really excel when they get to mini. Some do, but other others take maybe a year or two. I think to to kind of get that yeah that groove up in the the one class higher. Yeah, we haven't this. We haven't seen any of them really uh, at the uh, the mini level yet. This I think it will be all their first races, aside from Asher Osteen, who raced mini at the uh, uh, Scusa Winter Series program. So uh, uh, for Christy, it's his first because he was racing micro at the opener. So this is his big jump up into the mini category. Uh, Iliff has doing, been doing testing in Texas, so uh, hasn't been really uh, gotten that that mini swift. Uh, uh, welcome yet. 
Uh, so we'll, he'll be getting that this weekend coming off, uh, you know, the championship in micro Swift, micro Swift last year. Uh, but yeah, a really strong, because again, one, two, three, four of these drivers finished top five last year in the micro Swift category, uh, championship chase. So we'll, we'll see exactly how they're able to adapt to not only the, the quicker speeds that the mini Swift has, but also the larger field, because again, up until this year, micro hasn't had probably more than 20 drivers uh, in the, in the field. So being up against 42 other drivers, that'll That's be right. uh, another kind of, uh, check mark to go up against a couple of the young ladies to watch for, of course, Sarah Bradley, Ava Hansen, all part of the action. I would expect that, uh, Kai Johnson, uh, will be in the middle of the fight as well. There's a, there's just a, it's a ton of drivers here. Other drivers coming in from, from Texas, like Landon Skinner, uh, you know, Reagan Seville, uh, this is, again, as I scroll down, you see these young kids we've watched in micro for the last couple of years. And David, that's, that's, what's bumped this thing up to 42 pre-entries. What a field for many. It just kids want to go racing. That's, that's the key that's part. It. And that's, that's what we love. Uh, because again, it's just in numbers, again, numbers breed, breed numbers. Yeah. Uh, we've seen the micro kind of grow, kind of grow. And then now we've, we've always kind of seen the mini at this kind of level of where it's at, but I think it's just going to continue to grow now that we're seeing the micro numbers, uh, growing to where it is now. All right, let's move to the micro swift category, 35 per entries and David kind of a, sh- obviously a shift, right? Like you've said in so many other categories, uh, uh is it, is it the entire group moving top five for micro moving up to, to mini as well this year? So is it a yeah. brand new, brand new group, right? Brand new group. Uh, Vivek yeah. was fifth. Uh, I talked about Ilef Weinberg, uh, Cade Yeager, uh, Asher Osteen, uh, Vivek Canthon was moving up, just recently broke his arm, oh. uh, I believe in a test session or possible race. Uh, yeah. so he'll be out for, for a few weeks. Otherwise he would have been in the mini swift category as well. So this really is probably a good look at what we saw at the Scusa Winter Series when we saw Isaac Malkit go at it. Keelan Harvick, of course, making his national debut with Supercarts USA and, and will go at it uh, here in the USPKS as well. Augustus Toniolo from, from Rawlison Performance Group looks like he's going to be in the fight as well. Yeah, I, I kind of put a top five out there because I think these will be the five drivers that uh, that will be probably among the favorites going into the weekend. You talked about Malkit. Uh, Harvick and Toniolo, uh, Gio Matteo Rousseau, uh, on the nitro cart. He was super, qu- has been quick and, and getting that confidence. And then, uh, Alessandro Trucheau in the, on the Paralin. uh, you know, I would kind of cap them off as a top five that, you know, if I were a betting man, those would be kind of the top five I would pick to, uh, to kind of challenge throughout the weekend. Yeah, I, I think I think you got a pretty good good knock on it there. You know, I, you and I have watched Ashton Moon go at it as well, right? Out, out of the challenge and at uh, at the Scusa races too. So I think uh, Ashton uh, with Team Nitro again alongside Harvick there, he he could be in the middle of the scrap. But I think the five you came up with uh, probably the ones really to watch right now. Yeah, uh, you know, wounds among the West Coasters that are coming over. Uh, Tristan Murphy. Uh, coming from California, going to race under the Ryan Perry Motorsport tent. Uh, Jackson Gibson is the uh, the other uh, West Coaster uh, coming from Oregon under the Rollison Performance Group tent. So Rollison getting uh, a few of the uh, the micro drivers under the tent this weekend. Uh, yeah, again, a lot of these micros we're kind of learning. We 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 don't even have haven't even seen them at the racetrack. So uh, it'll be a weekend to kind of. Uh, see who they are and 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 how they race. 
I want to throw this out there because, and we'll cap it off here because we talked about this. Uh, you talked about the fact that in the K100 senior category, Franklin Motorsports has got a great lineup, right? Bertignoli, Lemke, Holtz, and they're going to be sitting down with Jamie Siraki. But what's Jamie Siraki going to be like this weekend, David? Not just as a team owner of Franklin Motorsports, not just as that that leader under the tent there, but he's also going to be cadet dad this weekend as as his as his son Brandon's racing. What? What do you think? How do you think Soraki's going to handle this deal? Is he going to be pacing the fence or what? Well, that that I want to see it because we've talked we've talked to him about it. He says yeah. he's he's not the crazy cadet dad that that we all, all right. thought or hoped he would be. But uh, <laughs> you know, until you see it, you don't believe it. So uh, it's really Michelle. You know, that's who I, uh, his wife and and uh, Brandon's mom. I want to see you know how she reacts because that she handles that, it. That that tells me exactly who's in charge of the race program there. That's funny. <laughs> I love it. We'll definitely watch it. Good luck to Brandon Soraki this weekend, man. Great to see that him out there again. That you know the Sorakis have been such a fantastic part of this, this this sport and this family. And the great thing about it is he doesn't have a lot to live up to as far as the driver, right? That's true. Though there's you zero know? bar to have to jump over top of. I mean, maybe one Pro Tour victory. That's it. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Did it happen? <laughs> Probably a master's race, right? It was a master's race. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Phoenix, wasn't it? It was. Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. We, 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 give, uh, <laughs> we give Jamie a lot of crap, but uh, a heck of a driver. And of course, as we said, uh, backbone, part of the foundation of the industry of the, of the sport of karting here in the U.S. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the, I mean, the chassis brand was started before Brandon was even born. So, uh, you know, that's, that's something right. that Jamie's been working with over, you know, longer than his son has been alive. That's amazing. Yeah, no doubt. Merlin Nation. Uh, a lot of drivers to cheer for this coming weekend in Ocala. David, that wraps up the Outlap uh, podcast. Let's just cap things off, folks. If you're if you're ready to tune in to watch this event, it, we're excited about it. Uh, I think everybody in the family of the USPKS is uh, jacked and ready to get there. I'm sure car- trailers are already parked and, and they're getting rocking. I know you head down on Thursday. Folks, if you want to listen to live coverage, I mentioned it before ecardinews.com slash live. You can listen on your laptop. You can listen on whatever mobile device you have. And then make sure if you're, if you're trying to follow all the action and are a hashtag kind of person, uh, hashtag EKN at USPKS or hashtag Ocala. So are you going to use Ocala GP, David? What are you going to use? Right now, just Ocala. Okay. Um, easier that way. Yeah, I like uh, it. And then, yeah. Because we typically, it used to be called uh, the Southern state or southern grand prix southern grand prix yeah I um so. i have not been able to confirm that if we're naming it that name so uh that's the one blemish right now on the event is we don't know if it has a name or not all right that's a blemish <laughs> a blemish uh david uh temperature's getting warmer back home but i'm sure you're excited to get back down to florida uh i i love going to ocala i like the area you know you fly into orlando roll up to ocala it's it's a for, for me a really fun track to call the races from because there is so much action. It is the bull ring, right? It is the Bristol. It's the chili bowl. It's the Winchester speedway, whatever the heck you want. It's just, I love Mm. the fact that it's a fast, it's a fast, and there's always action, right? There's not those long straightaways where it gets straight stretched out. It is. There's a ton of action, uh, you know, nonstop. The Winchester. I like that. that? (laughs) And you, and you can see it all, you know, that that's one key element. You you can see it all. Uh, and, you know, it's, and again, it looks simple, but it's not. And that, that's, I, I think makes this racetrack and what will make the event so intriguing 
is is just kind of watching how it unfolds because you have to be consistent, obviously, throughout the weekend. But because the fields are going to be so tight, uh, it leaves little room for mistakes. All right, folks, there you go. We're wrapping things up from this edition of the EKN Outlaw. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, this will go on the EKN Radio Network, as it always does. First, we'll crank it into a podcast really quickly. Make sure you follow. If you don't see it, I'll have it pushed out on the uh, EKN News Desk email bulletin as well. Otherwise, we are wrapped up here from our studios. Looking forward to getting down to Florida. David Cole will have coverage starting on Friday with his Paddock Insider and a happy hour with Tim Coyan. As he had mentioned, full coverage Saturday and Sunday on EKN, uh, ecardinews.com slash live. But again, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. More to come on behalf of David Cole. My name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.